Welcome to the Kingdom Influencing Podcast. I am your host, Derek L. Calhoun, the author of Press Into the Power. I hope you're enjoying this music that we have. Uh, This song is called Miracle from Sylvia Jones' latest music project, which is available online wherever music is sold or streamed. Or you can reach out to her on her website, www.sylviajones.com, helping you experience God's presence through contemporary worship. Listen, uh, before we get started today, I want to bring you just a quick note from our sponsor, Distinction Inc. Do you need custom t-shirts or hoodies? Look no further than Distinction Inc. From screen printing to embroidery, Distinction Inc. provides high-quality apparel and promotional items with stress-free customer service. Distinction Inc. also provides competitive pricing, especially for nonprofit organizations and churches. If you have any upcoming projects, they would love to earn your business and exceed your expectation. You can request a quote by visiting www.distinctioninc.com. Distinction Inc. We deliver results that make you say, wow. All right, let's get ready for the Kingdom Influencing Podcast. Welcome to the Kingdom Influencing Podcast. I am your host, Derek L. Calhoun. I pray today that as you listen, that you are making this podcast your favorite drive time podcast today we have a special guest and you have heard her musically not vocally but musically in the introduction to the podcast and the outro to the podcast there's a song called miracle and it's the instrumental version of a song that my daughter my spiritual daughter sings her name is sylvia jones and sylvia is an anointed psalmist and worshiper and we are honored to have her on the show today she has been featured with artists nicole and david binion martha Manuzzi, bb and cc winans she sang and performed at madison square garden and the rockefeller center her music has been played throughout the u.s canada and japan and other parts of the world And we want to welcome Christian recording artist and songwriter Sylvia Jones to the Kingdom Influencing Podcast family. Sylvia? Thank you so much for having me, Bishop. It's great to be here. Listen, Sylvia, we've known each other for quite some time. I just want to jump right in and allow the audience to hear who you are. And Sylvia, what were the motivating factors that drew you into the gospel music industry? So I would say the main motivating factor uh, was my heart and my desire, I believe a God desire and a burden uh, to minister to the lost, minister to people who knew him but may have uh, gone astray, and to really just share the gospel with people. And I will say, speaking of the, the gospel industry, I actually did have opportunity to go in another direction and actually go into R&B, but I knew that the call on my life was to minister to people and so i'm excited to be a part of an industry that is that has challenges at times but it's it's a place where god's will is being done and he's 
were impacting people for him. Sylvia, you said there were challenges at times. What what sort of challenges did you face in the music industry? Starting out earlier, when I was discovering my voice and you know what direction I wanted to go, and there were definitely challenges or opportunities, shall I say, to uh, not sing gospel, to sing R&B. And I recall being in a studio with people like Puffy and Faith Evans, some R&B artists that were very popular, uh, being at a record company where Michael Jackson, who was, we all know who Michael Jackson is, um, the company that he was signed with at the time, and I just saw the darker side of, of, of the, the industry. And so I knew that it was important to have people around me that would be protective and that were, would intercede and to make sure that I didn't fall into certain traps. Listen, your first music project was uh, in 2006. It was titled, entitled A Reason. How has the gospel music industry changed from then to now as you just released a new project, Just Like Sarah, last December of last year? So that's a great question. So first, I'll say that was 17 years ago. So I was a baby then. I was so young. But moving fast forward into 2023, in terms of you know how the industry has changed, I would say primarily the way music is consumed, uh, the way music is is purchased. Back then, we were selling CDs, and uh, that was the main way of you know getting the message out there, trying to mail those CDs to radio stations and all that stuff. Well, now we know we have streaming, and such as the, the medium in which we're speaking, the podcast, we have social media. Social media wasn't a thing back then. Um, so in many ways, it's, it's easier, more accessible to... Um, spread the word of God because, you know, the internet and the other mediums that I just mentioned, um, it's just a powerful way to uh, impact people's lives around the world from wherever you are located. So you don't have to travel uh, to spread the word, to spread your music. You can upload it to social media. So I would say that's the main thing. So the way that music is delivered is majorly different. I remember that uh, CD and yeah, you were a little girl. I looked at that. I said the same thing. I looked at the picture. I said, uh-huh. my God, she was young. <laughs> but uh, God has preserved you and, and, and you've got this new project, Just Like Sarah. Tell me, what is the inspiration behind the song, Just Like Sarah, and, and its prophetic flow? Sure. So, you know, I was really going through a season in my life where I was feeling like God had forgotten me and I I felt like there were dreams that were unrealized, that were unfulfilled. And I was just really asking God, you know, feeling like I had been forgotten. And so in those times, I go straight to the Word of God, and I was automatically drawn to the story of Sarah. And Sarah was waiting on a natural promise, right? She was waiting many, 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 many years uh, to conceive a child. And according to man's time, according to society's time, it, it was not going to happen or it should have happened before then. And so I really identified with that story of, of, of delay not being denied. And I really believe Holy Spirit said, Sylvia, this is a universal message that many people are experiencing. And I would like to even say more specifically, uh, folks that are in their 40s, 50s, and 60s, many of us are feeling like our time has passed and we're feeling like, according to man's schedule, it should have happened, but we know that our ways are not God's ways, and God's thoughts are not our thoughts, and so I'm so grateful for that. So I'm so grateful that he allowed me to pin that song, and I pray that it really impacts people and encourages them 
to continue to wait on God and that the season for your life, that season of fulfillment is coming. I'm in total agreement. I, I wrote about that in uh, my book, Pressing to the Power, and I talked about yep. the development of an emerging vanguard. And I do believe, Sylvia, just to encourage you and encourage myself, that we are part of that emerging vanguard. It's not based on an age demographic. It's based on a heart demographic. There's a people that God has called out in these last days to do something different that will shake the way, reshape the way that we do ministry and reshape the way that people perceive the church in these last days. You were going to say something? What were you going to say? Amen. Oh, no, I'm tracking with you. You can continue. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I have a, another question. Now. What do you want the world to experience when they listen to this new project? So I definitely want them to experience the presence and the power of God. But more specifically, I believe what I've been called to is to to bridge Sunday ministry, praise and worship with our what I call our Monday through Saturday living. Um, we have a lot of great music that is solely vertical, that is solely praise and worship. But this particular project fuses praise and worship elements with contemporary gospel in that way. It's talking about life experience from test to triumph, um, from victim to victory. And so I really wanted to model, you know, like the Psalms, you know, King David and the other authors, they were just emotionally authentic and vulnerable before God. And I just love that. And so I just really wanted to minister in a way that's transparent, but that is ultimately giving God the glory. And my prayer is that people experience ministry through the various forms. Like recently when I had my album celebration and when I am on the road and personally looking forward to doing that in 2024, when they're, when they come to these live celebrations or ministry experiences, worship experiences, there's not only singing, uh, there's dramatization, there's a liturgical dance, uh, because everyone experiences God in a different way. And so I just want people to experience that in a prophetic flow, whatever Holy Spirit wants to say and do through the music, especially in those lives. I really just want people to experience His presence and be ministered to and experience deliverance if they need it. I was listening to your album last night. I like A to Z. And... Uh... <laughs> There was another, there was a couple other songs I liked that, that were really ministered to me as I was preparing for this morning. My, you know, my favorite song, of course, was Miracle. I, I just love that song. And I, I re-listened yeah. to it in the first album. So I realized it was a remix. And I said, but man, this remix is fresh. <laughs> tell me, tell me how, what goes into making the decision to do a remix and to bring a song back that... Well, it was sung differently 17 years ago. Right. So I found that whenever I would minister that song out, that song in particular had a, a powerful message of not giving up, of waiting on God, waiting on his promises and believing, you know, standing in the midst of adversity and believing for the miracles and for him to do the impossible. And so while that message is timeless, I found that the music was not. It was very much for an appointed time. And so the sounds in the song um, needed to be updated. So it was really a creative thing uh, that I just wanted to make sure that I could bring that same message into, you know, 2022, 2023 um, with a fresh sound. So I'm really excited about that. My producer, special shout out 
to John Paul, who I've been working with for forever. Um, he's very much instrumental and has been so instrumental always with, with my sound and with, with just the songs that many, many of which we, we co-wrote together. So such a shout out to you, JP. And your wife, Brittany. And your wife, Brittany. <laughs> Love you guys. All right, JP and Brittany, that's a consummate shout out from the psalmist here today. Yes. I, I also, again, want to thank you for allowing me to use that in my introduction and outro. I love that song. I love the beat. I love the words. It's a it's a great song. If you haven't heard that, you need to pick up this album, go to Spotify and listen to the song uh, Miracle on the album just like Sarah, but there's also, Sylvia has this, uh, I don't know if she's seen it, but she has a Sylvia Jones radio, and she's on there with a whole uh, bunch of artists uh, that we all know today, and, and you ought to check out Sylvia Jones radio too on Spotify. You were vocally trained by Mariah Carey's mom, Patricia Carey. What were yeah. your takeaways from this experience? There were several takeaways, but the ones that stand out is First of all, she was extremely professional. She was a vocal coach to many artists that were already signed. And uh, when I would go into the city and study with her for one hour a week and then drive back, <laughs> and she was just extremely professional. And she taught me a lot about being professional and how to show up and how to carry myself and how to interact and handle things on the business side. But then also vocally, I learned a lot about vocal care and taking care of the voice, whether it's warm-ups and whether it's exercises. And for that, I'm really grateful for because now that I'm older, I still remember some of those lessons around how to take care of the voice and how to preserve and how to breathe properly. And even when it comes to speaking, it's important that even if, let's say, you're a speaker or talking for a, a duration of time, in your case, Bishop, you're preaching, you're teaching, um, and those that do that, the vocal cords can become very dry and strained if we're not taking care of it. So I really learned that. And then one last lesson that I learned from her is to lessen my coffee intake, but I have not quite mastered that one yet because me and coffee have a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Why was that I'm important? For deliverance. Why was that important to lessen your coffee intake? So what happens with coffee, it's a, it strips the vocal cords of moisture Mm -hmm. And so it, it, it can, it basically dries out the voice, the caffeine. Okay, okay. It can be restored. So even, and, and I will say I tested her theory because I would think about that. I think I would think about that often. And I Googled more recently, you know, is coffee good for the singing voice? And everybody was saying, step away from the coffee, put it down. At any rate, you don't have to get rid of it indefinitely. It just simply means when you know you're going to sing or going to speak such as how I am with you. This is my morning voice, y'all. This isn't the coffee. Um, but if you're going to be speaking, you should not have coffee for probably two days prior. So just really focus on the teas and things of that nature. So I'm so grateful for that. Listen, uh, Sylvia, tell me, as we prepare to close today, and I got a couple other little side things I want to share, but tell me, what would you say your vision is or what vision has God given you for your music ministry going forward? Going forward. So, you know, my desire, my heart is to 2024, 2023 is just about a done and the holidays are here, but 2024 to really 
just get out, get out on the road and minister to people and to really just share what God has given me through these songs. I believe um, each of these songs have a strong message. And as I mentioned previously, I believe the worshiping arts will be a way in which he wants me to uh, communicate and minister to that, minister that. And not just in song, but I know I'm also called to minister the word and to just minister prophetically. So um, during those live celebrations, if Holy Spirit says, you know, there's someone here that's dealing with suicide, we're going to stop and pray about that. Okay. If someone is dealing with whatever Holy Spirit is saying, I just really want to be so tuned into him, me and the team, that we can just flow and minister to the total man. Because that's it's very important that we're uh, ministering to, to all of those needs. So when people, when pastors or, or or different gospel groups have you on as an artist, they should understand that they are not only getting a psalmist or a psalmstress, but they are getting one who is in tune prophetically to speak into the lives of their congregation members or those who are in the audience or in a classroom setting, because you also do some classroom things. But I think that's critically important that we move from performance to ministry. Uh, it's, it's not about performing for people. It's about ministering the glory of God in these last days and, and being strategic about that. So I'm happy to share that with the Kip Nation that you are getting more than just a recording artist. Uh, I also want to remind you, as you guys are listening that you can pick up Sylvia Jones music on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, Pandora, Amazon, and Deezer. And if you would go to her website, she also has a shop where you can get t-shirts and various tank tops and things to uh, wear to just continue to promote the love of God. Uh, there's some significant work about prayer in Israel, she reminds us that we need to pray for Israel, and we all need to pray for Israel, that conflict in the Middle East has really heightened itself, and we as believers need to heighten our understanding, because there's a lot of anti-Israel sentiment out there, and uh, people don't understand, and I, I want to state this while we're just sharing about it for a second, that the last thing that we want to do as a people, or as a country, or as a nation, or a government is to go against God's chosen people. And you may not understand that, but biblically, that will never work out good for you. So one other thing that uh, I want you to know about my daughter is that she does classes. I'm going to ask you to kind of close out with that, but some of her classes revolve around biblical understanding of music, team development and dynamics, the business side of the music industry, recording studio preparation, songwriting, copywriting and publishing and live event and preparation and etiquette and she can do this in person or virtual for more information you can reach her at image of the king ent image of the king ent at gmail.com or you can reach out to her at www.sylviajones.com sylvia any closing remarks anything you want to share or expand on on the last few things that I just talked about. Yes, so once again, thank you for having me. I'm so grateful to have had this time to speak with your listeners. And yes, I'm available. I just want to be a blessing to the body of Christ. 
especially for some smaller ministries that may not always have the resources of a worship pastor or a music teams that may not have that um, resource. So I just want to be a blessing, and, and as Bishop Calhoun mentioned, I'm available to help in person uh, or Zoom, depending on where you are. So, so I love you all, and I hope to uh, be able to minister uh, in your presence uh, for many of you in, in 2024. All right, Sylvia, it's been great having you on the show. I love your daughter. Uh, my wife and I appreciate you and your husband dearly and love you both dearly. And we look forward to the things that God is getting ready to do. Thank you so much. We love you too. You have been listening to the Kingdom Influencing Podcast. I am your host, Derek L. Calhoun. And as usual, I ask you to do one thing, and that is to go and influence the nations. God bless.